0: Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glennis Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Now, this show goes out to my sweet friend, Tanya, who I just adore, adore, adore beyond words. Uh, I had recently asked on social media if... I could do a radio show just for you, what would the topic be? And I had so many amazing results, so I've got them all documented. And as I do with my radio show, there just has to be an energy there. So once there's an energy, uh, then we will do the show, because that's the best way to do it for me anyway. Um, and so her request was around positive thinking. And so the the title of this show is Why Positive Thinking Doesn't work. I wanted to call it why positive thinking fucks you up. But I didn't actually get that iTunes would, um, you know, enjoy that. So I changed it up a little bit. But that's basically the energy of it. And what occurs really the energy behind that is positive thinking requires judgment. So You guys know I study a lot of access consciousness and the definition of consciousness is allows everything and judges nothing. Allows everything and judges nothing, not even positive judgment, my sweet friends. So if we're, if we're thinking positively, we're judging, we're looking at what is positive and what is negative. And what that does is it closes off our awareness, we put up blinders to things because they don't fit our judgment. And if we're operating from positive and negative, then we don't acknowledge what is. Because often, not necessarily often, but what can occur is that somebody could be choosing to be something. So let's say somebody's choosing to be a jackass. And if we're doing the positive negative, we wouldn't acknowledge that they're choosing to be a jackass. We would go into all the crazy and the reasons and the justifications. Oh, they've had a bad childhood. Oh, they're tired. Oh, they're this, they're that, they're, they're genuinely a nice person. And how much judgment does all that judgment take instead of just going, wow, they're choosing to be a jackass right now. And so this is what happens is we experience somebody choosing to be a jackass. And we do one of two things, we either do that where we rationalize and justify or we do the judgment of there are a jackass, and they've always been a jackass, and they'll always be a jackass, which is judgment also, instead of the awareness, right now they're choosing to be a jackass. And so you want to look at when you're doing that whole positive thinking thing, or forcing yourself to do positive thinking, how much judgment are you doing to I'm using air quotes, keep it positive. Like, what if we just call it what it is? Like, sometimes things are just shit. (laughs) And what if we call it like that is, and we don't pretend they're not, but we also don't make a story about them. So back in February, we put down our sweet kitty grommet. And if you haven't listened to the radio show, I called it being present with grief. I highly recommend it, especially if what I'm going to talk about resonates for you. But what I did was I allowed myself to be present with the grief, but I didn't allow myself to add a story. So when I went into the, the, the tears, let's say, and then I went into, we should have been able to save him, we should have taken him in sooner, we, like whatever story was in, you know, that I was grasping at at the moment, that's where I would stop myself. So I I absolutely, the tears, I wouldn't stop the acknowledging that I miss him and that he's, we're going to miss his sweet body and all the things, but there was no story allowed. And so this is the thing, if I was doing positive thinking, I wouldn't have even allowed myself the tears, been like, no, he's in a good place. No, he's better off now, which is all of these fucking justifications. And, and it, like... I'm not saying those are wrong by any means, but look at what you're doing when you do that. Because chances are, you're shutting off whatever it is you're experiencing in that moment, which means you're not being present. Like, what if you're present with, so in that case, you know, I was present with, there was tears, there was the, the, the sadness of his body being gone, there was that. And without the story, it was... It was magical, and it wasn't long lived. It kind of came in waves, and I think people talk about that a lot with grief, as it kind of comes in waves. Uh, and so, without the story, that wave didn't become a tsunami. And this is where a lot of times I think we force ourselves to go into positive thinking because the only other thing we know is the story, and so we don't want to play in the story because that's so heavy but we don't know what else to do. So we try to do the positive thinking, but then that's actually heavy also. Instead of what if you can be present with what is in that moment and whatever you are, wherever you're at in the moment. This is one thing that I've seen people, especially with like coronavirus and stuff, really dealing with is like, they, they don't want to go into, you know, the trauma drama of it, or they're trying not to maybe, but they're doing similar energy by reasoning it and justifying it instead of like, if it's fucking sucks, say it fucking sucks. Now, maybe you don't say it to everybody. Maybe you don't post it on Facebook like that. Uh, You know, know your audience. But be honest with you. And and this to me is the biggest piece. And one of the hugest gifts that I've got from all my years of studying the tools of access consciousness is be honest honest with you because a lot of times that positive thinking is so that you distract yourself from what is really true for you. Now again, being honest with you isn't the story. So this might take a little bit of while, a little bit of while, (laughs) a little while to get into a whole different muscle because acknowledge what is for you and then whatever's required. So there might be people that you say, um, you know what, this, this, this is for the best, or like, you know, coronavirus has been a gift, or like, you might still say those things, and that's okay. But be honest with you. And so a number of years ago, uh, and depending on how many radio shows you've listened to, or classes you've taken with me, you might have heard me speak of this. And I do kind of speak of it a little bit generally, only because everybody involved um, I don't have their permission to share this story. So uh, in any of those cases, when I don't have people's permission, I don't then, but I do, I can speak to it from my piece. And so what occurred was I actually got really bad knee uh, pain, uh, was even diagnosed with arthritis that would only get worse. And it went on and on until I basically couldn't walk anymore. And, uh, And I was told it's arthritis, it's only gonna get worse you know, kind of plan for a wheelchair type of thing. And I took myself to at the time we lived at the other acreage, I took myself to my favorite spot there. And I I had to use a garden tractor to get there because I couldn't walk there. Uh, I can I can smile about it now. But let me tell you, at that time, that was that was probably one of the most difficult times of my life. Um, And so I'm sitting there and I decided to do a session on myself, as though I was you know, a client. And I asked myself, Okay, so when did this start? So I looked back at the the five months earlier when it had started. And I was like, Okay, so what was going on? And I got, you know, I was like, Okay, well, this happened, and this happened. And I went to India, and I had this and I had this. And none of those really matched the energy of what I was looking for. And then I remembered, I had spent some time with a person who had six months previously told me that um, that I was going to that something was going to occur. uh, And and it was something I was very, very excited about. And then six and we never talked about it for six months. And then she as I was um, spending some time with her in just, you know, the five months previous to this knee thing. Uh, she told me that that wasn't going to occur anymore. And it wasn't that. It wasn't that what she told It wasn't that. It was that when I left, I reasoned and justified it. Well, it's her choice. I have no say in it. It has nothing to do with me. I should be happy that I get what I get. Like, there was all of these positive thinking, I'm going to say energy of instead of just going and and being honest with me saying that fucking sucks. You know what that fucking sucks. And then whatever would have been required after that. But I didn't even tell me if you would have asked me, you know, the next day, I would have said to the, you the same thing. Hey, it's it's her choice. I like that's nothing to do with me. She changed her mind. She can choose she can choose different than what she said. That's what I would have told you because I was so not willing to be honest with me about it. And so it took then five months of my knees getting progressively worse and worse and worse to the point where I was told I would never walk again for me to go, this changes now. And then I had to be honest with me about what it was for me, not from a place of, and she's wrong, and not from the place of she's right, and not from the place of I'm wrong, or I'm right, but really from just what is, you know what it fucking sucked. Done. Yeah. So when I look at like positive thinking or reasoning, justifying, that's, that's where I go. I am now willing from that experience from that choice, I am now willing to be so honest with me, about what is again, what I do externally, what I say to other people, the action I take that is going to differ in every situation. But what doesn't differ anymore is what is true for me to me. So when we're positive thinking, we distract ourselves from what is true, because we don't want to acknowledge when things fucking suck. We don't want to acknowledge when people choose to be a jackass. We don't want to acknowledge when we choose to be a jackass. You know, like these are the things that we avoid rather than, you know what, we're infinite beings, which means we can be infinite, awesome, we could be infinite, everything, like, I mean, everything, and none of it's wrong. So even if you look at times where you were an infinite jackass, that's not wrong, you chose it, now what? And the cool thing is, and I kind of just alluded to it a little bit before, but the cool thing is, choice creates awareness. So once you choose to be a jackass, you might find in some situations, it doesn't create greater cool, you know what, you can choose again. You might even find that choosing to apologize to somebody because you chose to be a jackass and you didn't like it after. So you choose to apologize like cool. So we start letting ourselves off the hook. We start being honest with ourselves and we stop judging. Because if you look at the people that you know, if you judge them as, oh, they're perfect. They're always so nice. That's a judgment too, guys. People being perfect, people always being nice, people always being a jackass. Anytime we say anything always, like that person is always a certain way, that's a judgment because nobody is always something. But if you judge somebody as always nice, guess what? You're going to be shocked because you've got blinders up to when they're not nice. And then it'll come out of the blue, air quotes again, that they weren't nice. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Oh my gosh, that's horrifying. This is why it's so shocking usually to find out that somebody is a pedophile. I've known them all my life, oh my gosh. Oh, that person, that minister, no, that can't be. You know why? Because we judge them as something. A minister would never do that to children. A school teacher would never do that. Like whatever it is, we judge them. And that's what ultimately you want to get out of is the judgment. So positive thinking is no different than negative thinking. It's just a different spectrum. You're still still reasoning and justifying and putting blinders on to what is. And then lying to you about what they're choosing. Now, again, I'm really on this, but take the story out. So if somebody chooses to be a jackass, you don't go to story. Well, they chose to be a jackass and it's because this happened and I said this and then they were mad and then they now they're choosing to be a jackass because I blah, 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 blah. stop it. <laughs> acknowledge what it is they're choosing to be a jackass. If it pisses you off, acknowledge that it's pissing me off done. And that's just for you just for fun. Never tell anyone that is not for you to phone up your friends and tell them I mean, you can totally if that's what you'd like to do. But then you're just you're creating more of that same energy. But the positive thinking keeps you separate from the acknowledgement and the awareness that could be what creates the change on the planet. Yeah, so everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all 9 put shirts, shirts, boys and beyonds. So that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can find out more at theclearingstatement.com if you're new around here. Uh, and we have so many different classes with it. The very first one is Access Bars, where you learn how to run a person's bars, which dissipates all the energy in... Um, all sorts of different 32 different places and spaces and all of the yumminess and then foundation, yum, 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 which I happen to have an online one coming up. I'll actually have more so you can always check my schedule, but the next one scheduled is August 24th. day after I turn 48 oh yeah so August 24th to the 28th we're gonna do it over five days and we're gonna do four hours a day um, just to try something a little bit differently I normally do it four hours and then whatever it is seven hours a day or something but let's just try this out see what happens Um, so anyway any information you'd like about that you can reach out to me or you can find it on my webpage Uh, And I also have, depending on when you listen to this, on August 8th, and of course everything is always ready for download after the fact, uh, is a one-off telecall that I'm doing called Tools to Receive the Judgment That Could Make You Rich as Fuck. Yes, yes. So if you want more information, let me know. All right, so let's go back to positive thinking. And again, positive, negative, those are all judgments. And I know my experience was when I started studying energy and all the modalities, it was always about positive and negative. There was positive uh, energy and there was negative energy. Guys, what if it's just energy and it's your judgment of it? that says it's positive, or it's negative, it takes judgment, energy is energy, you could receive as much from a hug as as much from somebody who's yelling at you, if you didn't have the judgment of the yelling or the judgment of the hug. And the other thing to to be aware of is a judgment will always contract your world. And an awareness will always expand your world. And so what that means is that if you are having the awareness that somebody's choosing to be a jackass, it's going to be expansive in your world, in your head when you're like, wow, they're choosing to be a jackass. Boom, it's going to be expansive because it's true in that 10 seconds. If you go, wow, they're always a jackass, that is always going to contract in your world because nobody is ever always anything. And so that will also help you because when I first started studying access consciousness, I had the point of view that if it was positive, it was an awareness. And if it was negative, it was a judgment based on all the years of programming myself with positive being right and negative being wrong. Um, And so it took me a while to really get the sense of like the energy of that and how it can easily be a judgment just by the changing of the word of, you know, that person is choosing to be a jackass. That person is always a jackass, like such a simple word change, but it's the energy of it. So just paying attention, maybe even more to how you feel in your body. So speaking of Grommet earlier, uh, hubby came in the other day and he was just in tears. He had, when we buried Grommet. um, he had planted sunflower seeds um, on top of his grave and they just started coming through and just all the, all the things. And he went down there to do some yard work. And I say down there cause it's at the end of a garden. Um, and coyotes had dug up the grave and had pulled Grommy apart and had just left bits and pieces and cluffs of hair. And, oh gosh, sweet friends. <laughs> And again, I just beed with what was in that moment was that it fucking sucks. Like, it fucking sucks. And watching my husband in that space, who I adore beyond words, (sighs) that fucking sucks. And so then I was going into this as I was floating in the pool later. I was going, well, you know what? We should put meat there and we should poison it and we should like, you know... (laughs) But you know what? I it was actually expanding my world just to play with that. And and then later on, Avi and I were talking about it again. And uh and he's like, oh my gosh, I had the same thought. And then he's like, and you do know it's natural, like this is nature, this is what occurs. And he's like, I do, you know, I obviously should have buried him further down and, and all that stuff. But it was just like, it was so much fun just to play with that and not go to the judgment of me, there would have been a time I wouldn't have even let myself have that little daydream um, because it would have been so wrong. It would have been so mean. Those poor animals, they were just doing what they're supposed to do. Like, fuck off. It (laughs) It was fun to do. I also knew I wouldn't do it. I also knew that. And so then when hubby did do some, you know, some reasoning and justify, this is just natural. This is what happens. And I should have like that. I could be present with that. I didn't need to make him wrong. I didn't have to um, go, oh, no, no, it wasn't that. It was like nothing. I just like, yeah, you're right. Because he was, it was like, yeah, uh, you know, neither of us were, were, neither of us are going to intentionally kill animals like that. Like, like that, I will intentionally kill an animal if it's going to hurt me, or hubby or toddy or anybody that I care for in, you know, certain situations, I don't mean I wouldn't kill an animal, but I wouldn't deliberately poison one that. <laughs> anyway, it was very fun to think about. So you know, what if you just allowed yourself to have that space of it? Or, you know, one of the and I not that I'm a huge believer in the steps of grief or the I don't think it's called steps. Um, whatever that is with grief. One of them is anger, though. And so if you find that, like, if you find that we you are angry with somebody who did choose to die, like, what if you allow yourself that space? Like, what if you you daydream about, you know, yelling at them and screaming at them, if that's what's true for you in that moment? Okay, because this is really the other thing, too, especially if if you have some of the information of the energetics of the world and stuff and you go, no, they chose it and it's created more and it's like all that. You know what? Stop it. Be with what is for you in that moment. If you're fucking pissed, be fucking pissed. And again, I don't mean you need to, you know, post it on Facebook or anything, but be it for you in that moment. Because honestly, what I have found is that it dissipates so much quicker than when I'm pretending I'm not, or I'm reasoning and justifying something. It's like, no, if I just acknowledge what is in that moment, done, simple. Okay, yep. (laughs) Daydreaming about killing coyotes. That was fun. And I'm over it like it was done. So anywhere that you wouldn't allow yourself the freedom of whatever's required in that moment, just to be with what you're at without the story, wait a store and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but rock shorts, boys and beyonds. Because the story, at least in my experience, the story is what gets us into the most trouble. If I would have spent time going through all the stories with, with Gromit's death back in February, I would probably still be over my head in grief, because I could play with that, I could judge myself, I could guilt myself about all sorts of different things, I could invent things to guilt myself about, instead of just being like, hey, however, however I'm being or feeling or processing in the moment, I be it, I allow it, but there's no story. Yeah, and again, that radio show might be one, it's called being present with grief back in February or early March, I don't recall exactly. of course, all this talk of positive thinking, I'm not also recommending that you do negative thinking. It's not like you should walk around like the Eeyore. Uh, But just, just be you be what is in that moment, be present with what is. And without stories, that's going to be so much more ease, so that you can just be you. And if people would like you to join them in their drama drama, you don't have to because you don't have any of the judgment, it can just be like, Oh, cool and that's a word I probably say more than any other word at this point, is cool. Because if somebody's telling me a story, whether they're inviting me to jump into their drama, trauma or not, it just becomes cool. Like, and, and no sarcasm, no aligning and agreeing, no resisting and reacting, it's just cool. So if you can be you (laughs) go back to Dane here's book being you changing the world, you know, be you with it, whatever that is. And that changes every 10 seconds, guys, this isn't something like, Oh, I'm the person who's always happy, or I'm the person who's always mad or whatever, you're not anything always just be you will change every 10 seconds. So sometimes that's going to show up with you. Maybe you're being cranky. And sometimes it's going to show up with you choosing jackass. And sometimes it's going to show up with you choosing happy. And like, there's no right or wrong way with it. When you have no judgment of it, all of a sudden, everything is possible. Yeah, yeah. So anywhere you haven't been willing to be you and change the world, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pet shorts, boys and beyond. And everywhere it's been way more valuable to judge than to be you, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right wrong, good bad, all nine putpock shorts, boys and beyonds. What energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you in your body be to be the infinite magic and miracle walking that you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic way to start and uncreate it all? Right wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Thanks so much for listening guys. Again, I'm so incredibly grateful for you. Join me online for classes or the odd time I'm having them in person nowadays in the in the midst of this uh, crazy Corona time. Hope to see you soon.